Hey friends, I'm Jeremy Hearn, and welcome to the Saint Friends Podcast, a podcast for Catholics, non-Catholics, and really anyone interested in learning about the lives of some ordinary people who lived extraordinary lives and answered God's call to holiness. Today's Saint Friend didn't spend almost any time thinking about God or Christianity, or even morality, until the last 15 years of his life. But once he did, he was so committed that he was admitted to a psychiatric hospital, started his own sort of hospital to help the poor, and created a religious order that would continue his work after his death. So let's find out how such a huge change of heart could even happen with our new friend, St. John of God. John was born on March 8th in the year 1495 in the Montemor Onovo region of the Evora province in Portugal. When John was only eight years old, he heard a priest talking about the adventures waiting out in the new world, and that very night, John ran away from home to travel with the priest. He would never see his family again. The priest and John traveled to a number of towns until John became very sick. The manager of a large estate helped John recover and ultimately adopted him. After working there as a shepherd until he was 27 years old, not wanting to marry the manager's daughter, John ran away again, this time joining the Spanish army as they fought France in the Little War in Hungary, a part of the much bigger Ottoman Habsburg Wars for those of you familiar with European history. As a soldier, John frequently gambled, drank, and pillaged towns with his friends, if you want to call them that. When he was thrown from a horse he had stolen near the French battle lines, he was so afraid he would be captured or killed that he looked back at his life and vowed to make a major change. He returned from the war and immediately went to confession. His friends were fine with his decision to turn his life around, although they were less than thrilled that he wanted them to repent. So they tricked him into abandoning his post in order to help someone, a trick that resulted in John being sentenced to hang. He escaped returned to his foster home and shepherding until he heard about a new war against an invading Muslim force in Europe, and off he went. After that second war, John went to find his birth parents, but both had died a few years before. He returned to being a shepherd and thought for a long time about what to do with the rest of his life. At the age of 38, he decided to go rescue Christian captives in Africa. At the dock in Gibraltar, John saw a family being exiled to Africa, abandoned his own plans, and volunteered to be their servant. In Africa, the family became sick, and John not only nursed them back to health, but earned money to feed them by working to build a fort. The conditions were horrible, and the workers were constantly beaten and mistreated by people who called themselves Catholic. John's faith was severely shaken, but a priest urged him not to blame the church for the actions of a few men and returned to Spain, which he did after the family he cared for could as well. During the day in Spain, John worked to unload cargo ships, and at night he would visit churches and read books about spirituality. He loved reading so much that he quit his job and became a traveling bookseller who went from town to town selling religious books and holy cards. When he was 41, 
he had a vision of the infant Jesus, who gave him the name we now know him by, John of God. The baby Jesus also told him to go to Granada in the south of Spain, where John opened a little bookshop. He heard a sermon from the future saint and doctor of the church, John of Avila, about repentance, and our John was so overcome by the thought of his sins that everyone thought he had gone crazy. He tore up any secular books he had, gave away all his religious books and money, tore his clothes, and went through the town weeping. The same townspeople who had loved this small religious bookseller now ridiculed him and even threw mud and stones at him, including the children. The friends he did still have took him to the hospital and he was sent to be with the other people suffering from mental illnesses where he was subjected to the usual method of treatment for the time, being tied down and whipped daily. Yeah, that'll definitely help. After 40 days, John of Avila had heard about John of God's situation and went to him saying that his penance had gone on long enough and moved him to the better part of the hospital to recover. Our new friend John was never one to see suffering and do nothing, so he would daily get up from his own bed to help the hospital staff with other patients. Ultimately, John left the hospital to go start his own hospital for the poor, but everyone still thought he was crazy. He tried to finance the hospital by selling wood, and at night he used the money he made to buy food and other needs to take to the poor living on the street. So, in essence, the streets of Granada became the first hospital for the poor. He ultimately found a house and bought it to make it into the hospital, but with no money for beds, medicine, or staff, John was back on the street begging for help. Once he had everything he needed, he would carry the sick to the hospital on the same shoulders that carried stones, wood, and books earlier in his life. He would personally care for them and mend their clothes at night while he prayed. He used his past experience of being a traveling salesman to get materials, funds, and help, often crying out, quote, Do good to yourselves. For the love of God, brothers, do good. End quote. He ultimately moved the hospital to a Carmelite monastery and was able to provide for a much larger number of people in need than he could alone. At one point, he heard that the hospital where he had been whipped was on fire, and he dropped everything to go help. Everyone was standing around watching the hospital, still full of patients, burn. John, hopefully, obviously, at this point, rushed in, and when all the patients were rescued, he started throwing blankets, sheets, and mattresses out of the windows, because he knew how important and expensive those were. John then went to the roof and separated the burning part of the building from the rest with an axe so as to save as much as possible. He fell through the roof, and everyone thought he had died until he appeared from the smoking rubble. One last story about John. Near the end of his life, John was sick, likely from being around sick people all the time. When he heard that a flood was bringing driftwood near the town, wood that he could use, he got out of bed and went with some friends to get the wood from the river. One of those helping him fell into the raging river, and John jumped in after him. John wasn't successful in his rescue attempt, and after returning home, he came down with pneumonia. Ultimately, John died on March 8, 1550, on his 55th birthday. Every year on March 8th, the church celebrates the life of St. John of God, the patron saint of booksellers, printers, heart patients, hospitals, nurses, the sick, and firefighters. Thanks for joining me today as we talked about the saint who turned himself around and found out what life was really all about. 
helping those who need it. St. John of God. Just a reminder to leave us a review. Reach out to us by email at saintfriendspodcast at gmail.com or on social media at saintfriendspod. Of course, you can always visit us at our website, saintfriends.com. As we wrap up, we ask for the prayers of our new saint friend. John was one of the most humble men to have ever lived, and that humility led to selfless dedication to others. May we also find a way to try and live up to John's example of humility and dedication to those we love. When John realized that he was nothing compared to God, he was given the gifts of patience, courage, and the ability to inspire others. That same mercy is waiting for each of us, and who knows what kind of gifts we can receive if we commit ourselves to love others the way that our new saint friend did. We say together, Saint John of God, pray for us.